0: quick snap to a surveying the scene to the end zone touchdown and it's jalen waddle and you know what we're gonna get now oh yeah
1: welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the bet ql
2: network cat alone with the call on cbs uh jalen waddle not been the best season thus far for Jalen Waddle but you feel like he's percolating right you feel like a a couple big games around the way he's too good and this Dolphins offense is too good for Jalen Waddle not to have a couple huge games coming up possibly this Sunday night on the road in Philadelphia against the Eagles our good friend and our stadium teammate Brad Evans is going to join us in just a second we'll talk the Dolphins and the Eagles and more with Brad we want to remind our live audience that 20 minutes from now our good friend PJ Glasser will stop by from the BetQL Network college football and NFL bets for the weekend and we're 40 minutes away from the final hour of the show, that is the Power Hour. We'll feature all our thoughts and bets for week seven in the NFL, our hockey bets for tonight, bets of steel, and Major League Baseball thoughts for the weekend as well. But as promised, joining us right now on video, and it's awesome to have him on video as we get to feel and see the energy from our good friend, our stadium teammate, and you watch Brad weekdays here on Stadium at noon Eastern, the awesome sports betting television show live on the Lime. Uh, Brad is on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. His podcast is the Fade 5 Podcast. Be sure to check it out wherever you find your podcast. Brad supports us, comes on the show all all the time. Support Brad and check him out in his various endeavors, including, again, on Stadium Weekdays with Live on the Line at noon Eastern time. My friend, welcome back to the show. Happy Week 7 in the National Football League. Hola, amigo.
0: Hola amigos, I just got in from uh, the Windy City, I had a glorious night, uh, it was a very profitable night on Thursday, I actually had offense for once in primetime football, I went 2-0 and in college football, I even hit a little two-leg action and on the diamond, we're running on a he- 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 heater boys, and the tequila as a result, uh, dare I say, was flowing last night, it was uh, quite a celebratory evening, so hopefully we're going to carry that over end of the weekend on the college and the senior circuit
1: grid irons and Brad we'll do uh we'll do Dolphins Eagles in a second we played that Jalen Waddle play but uh yeah. you're an Illini guy Wisconsin very very small number no backup quarterback Mordecai's hurt and everything yeah you think you think they can actually they got to win the game to cover the number basically you think they can do that
0: uh, no, I actually think Illinois is entirely <laughs> motivated by this state, quite frankly. And look, and I'm, I'm going to try to speak as objectively as I can about this. Uh, being a Uterus Illinois grad, I only live like 10 minutes away from Memorial Stadium. I'm not going to be at the game. I got some family activities, but I'm going to be glued to it, at least on the uh, dial and listening to the game uh, from start to finish. But the reason why Illinois, I think, is going to have a leg up in this game is Jim Leonard. If you're not familiar with Jim Leonard, he was a coach for a handful of games last season at the University of Wisconsin, Uh, was working behind the scenes and really angling uh, with the decision makers at that fine institution. He wanted the head coaching job when the season ended and uh, and said they went the fickle route and Illinois brought him in as a consultant. He has been working tirelessly, probably in a deep dark cave somewhere uh, for several weeks, motivated to exact his revenge And, obviously, Brett Bielema's got connections with Wisconsin. Uh, Had a nice little uh, game up there in Madison just last year. So, I think Illinois is going to go out there and take the victory. I do worry about the offensive line. uh, But if they can, you know, exact some will defensively, you know, the defensive line's very strong. I know they got some key injuries there. But on the backhand, that they show some rigidness, they're going to take this sucker straight up. So, I grabbed Illinois at plus 110, made the jaunt over – to the Hoosier state to place that wager since I live within the land of Lincoln's borders. But yeah, I like the ILL tomorrow.
2: All right. So Brad with the college football bet for us. We love it. Brad, as you called it, let's go to the senior circuit now and let's start on Sunday night football. We can work our way backwards from there. It should be a really entertaining game with the dolphins and the Eagles high total in this game. So I'm sure you'll have a good amount for us here. Like what's your favorite bet or bets coming up Sunday night football in Philly with the dolphins and the Eagles.
0: Yeah. I just think they over everything. I mean, I, I, whatever's on the board, I'm slapping some $100 bills down on the over. I, I love it. I think this game is going to live up to the hype. I think it's going to be a, you know, a betting bonanza for those that are tailing on the player props market uh, or on the game total in and of itself. Uh, the, the finest wager, like you heard the highlight, to lead off this segment is Jalen Waddell. Uh, he is going to have some happy feet this game and some happy backers as well who's supporting him. Uh, the number I grabbed at fifty nine and a half receiving yards, uh, I don't know where it stands currently. I don't know if it's around 16 and a half still or if it's come down or moved up a little bit, but Waddle should play a major factor. I know Darius Slay uh, is slated to return, but he's given up north of 100-plus passer rating uh, to his assignments on the season. And you look at Waddle, a guy that's uh, seen 21.6% of the team target share, uh, but he is number 15 in yak, and he is uh, number 21 in average separation per snap. Uh, there's a real stat that is tracked at playerprofiler.com. Uh, so he is getting that wiggle room and so effective and so trustworthy. Of course, the two would take of Aloha, And they're just going to be assaulting and aggressive down the field. I know everybody is going to be on Tyree Kill but that number in the mid to high 90s. Right now, the heritage and the player props market. I think the value really resides with Waddle in this game. But then again, I'll get I'll just take the over. Whatever it is, give me it and I'll slap some money down on it.
1: Brad, I know a, a game where usually we'd all have that opinion, like usually would want to bet the over in anything, this this Chiefs-Chargers game, right? They usually play yeah. obviously play a couple times a year, but usually the total's 54. It's like, oh, Mahomes over yards, Herbert over yard. just hasn't been like that this year. The Chiefs' defense is really good. They've basically gone under every single week, and betters, especially influential betters in the market, have been betting this total down all week. For, open 50, yeah. 47 and a half now in a couple places on the board. So weird, like, oh, Mahomes and Herbert playing. What's everybody doing? Under. That's actually what everybody's doing. Uh, <laughs> any props that you like for uh for maybe a maybe a high scoring game, maybe not with the Chargers and Chiefs.
0: Yeah, the thing that immediately grabbed my attention uh, when the line opened and I got it at a plus 150 at BetMG and what it did, it was Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns. It's almost unfathomable uh, that you're getting it at that plus 150 juice. I mean, this is a line every single week, seemingly for him. And obviously, get, you know, narrow that down in the SGP market and say, hey, go to two passing touchdowns, pair with something else, probably still get it plus money. But as a standalone, I think this bet has a realistic chance of cashing. Uh, you look at the Chargers. They have been woeful. They have been dreadful. They have been stupid drunk trying to defend the pass the entire year. They are number 30 EPA pass defense. Uh, team giving up over 315 pass yards per game. Uh, two posting signal callers, 8.45 pass yards per attempt. Now, Mahomes has only gone over this prop one time this year, but he is number one as well. And red zone pass attempts. I think they're going to be able to move the ball freely and easily up and down the field. And a pair of uh, signal callers have gone over this against L.A. this season. Uh, that be a Tua and Kirk Cousins. So I love that prop. And a single play ba- uh, payday uh, option on the board right now, I think is realistic and wagering on, is MBS, Marquez, Valdes, Scantling. Don't you dare it. Uh, you know, quite a try to quiz me on spelling it. Uh, but I will say this the hyphenated one, it's just 12 and a half receiving yards. All I need is a single catch. Justin Watson's like going to be out of this game. We know that MBS has that chunk game, big play ability. That's usually the role of Watson. So I think a lot of those targets are going to shift to MBS. I just need one fairly deep connection. And we cash a ticket because the number is only at 12 and a half receiving yards. So really like that. And last but not least, I got more guys in this game. Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, my buddy Brandon Funston on Liveline called him Paycheco. And I think it's an appropriate nickname because that guy cashes more so in the receiving yards market than anything else. He's averaging over eleven. A routes run per game. And you look at LA, they're giving up nearly sixty receiving yards per game to the running back position. So this is an opportunistic play for Pacheco. Again, could be a single play paid a one catch could be sixteen yards.
2: You better you better hear with Nick and Ken on a phenomenal football Friday, getting bets for week seven in the National Football League with our friend with our stadium, Stadium? That's stadium and teammate combined <laughs> with our stadium teammate, our good friend Brad Evans on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Check out Brad weekdays on Stadium live on the line. Great sports betting television show live on the line featuring our friend Brad Evans. Brad, let's go to the Seahawks-Cardinals game on Sunday in the Pacific yep. Northwest where we've got like a couple pieces of injury news like literally coming in um, in the last couple moments here. DK Metcalf, um, Seahawks coach Pete Carroll says Metcalf will be a game-time decision. I got Metcalf in like every fantasy league and I like the Seahawks in the game. I don't like to hear that about DK Metcalf and just think case anyone was wondering Kyler Murray has been ruled out like the earliest we'll see Kyler is next Sunday against the Ravens so Josh Dobbs draws at least one more start for the Cardinals here Brad any bets for Seattle hosting Arizona
0: yeah I love Josh Dobbs in the over rush yards uh, he's gonna go up the bank if this is indeed his last start uh, I mean he's an aeronautical engineer for crying out loud so he's a brainiac and he's got some active Legs and a lot of juice in his running ability. Uh, the rush yards line is only uh, 22 and a half yards went open out on Ben MGM. I had, had to rub my eyes and do a double take and then do a triple take. I cannot believe the line is that low because the books have not really figured out how to properly price him on a weekend, week out basis. He has been over this in four of his last five games. And when he goes over, he crushes the over. The lowest total that he has had on the ground in those four games in which he's gone over 41 yards. And you look at Seattle, uh, one of the most uh, pressure-happy teams in uh, the National Football League. They're actually number two in total pressures on the season and pressure percentage as well at uh, over 32%. So if, if you exert you, you know some of that uh, pressure on the pocket, it's going to create some opportunistic potential tuck-and-runs. Uh, for one, Josh Dobbs, and he's averaging 5.7 rush attempts per game. And again, 31.5 rushing yards per game. So, bar none, my favorite bet on the board. And guys, I, I haven't seen a number on this yet. I've been waiting on it. I was at a car all afternoon. Uh, but uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, do we have a number on receptions or receiving yards yet on him? Uh, I know Casa's going to look that up real quick. Whatever it is, I'm taking the over on both of those. Uh, I think you can really take advantage of Arizona's on the slot.
2: Oh, okay. Um, unfortunately, they're waiting we on DK. don't.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're waiting on that but game. I, but
2: I, I like that also after we went for 4-48 and 48 last week, so I'm into that as well. Yeah, it could be
0: like a 5-catch, 6-catch kind of game. It could be north of 60 yards. This could be the finest performance for the rookie yet, especially if Madcalf is either dinged up or on the sidelines and street clothes. So pay attention to JSN, whatever receptions, whatever yards come out at, I'm taking the over.
1: Brad might have a, a couple of, so we've done a bunch of uh, overs already, guys who are going to like pop and outperform expectation. Some weather games potentially on the board for this weekend. Oh. One of them is this Bill's Patriots game where might have like a ton of wind, might have precipitation, but just, you know, I know you have a, like a meteorology degree. We always have you play amateur weatherman. Maybe that's a part of the handicap for this game. Total of 40 uh on the board which is again you think of the bills offense like 40 really but that's kind of where we are in the nfl right now with a weather game bill's an eight point road favorite right now anything you like here
0: yeah, you may need a 40 to try to stomach this game. Maybe OE, uh, you know, a little uh, cold 45. Uh, it makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, pack a little buzz uh, because it's going to be a struggle to watch this game from an offensive side. Uh, could be heavy under. Uh, looking at the weather forecast, I checked it out this morning, so I haven't got the latest data in front of me, but uh, putting on my Al Roker hat for a moment, guys, a uh, little uh, mild precipitation potentially in this game could be spotty. Uh, but be light in general. There's only 30% chance of showers at kick time But the winds. Winds is also, uh, you know, one of the biggest, um, you know, factors and influences uh, meteorology speaking in an NFL game. sustained winds. If you have no idea what sustained means, that means steady, consistent winds, 16, to 18 miles an hour, expected with gusts up to 28 to 30. Uh, that's not extraordinary. That's not gale force. You know, that's not even uh, really tropical depression-level wind, even with the higher gusts. Uh, So, you know, it may deter, may uh, alter some of the kicking action, so you might want to avoid some of the kicking props and field goals made in this game. But in terms of deep ball action, all that stuff, should be all systems go. Uh, With that being said, Mac Jones stinks, Uh, so I'm not going to take anything related to New England Patriots in this game, and he's on an extremely short leash. However... I am betting the under, believe it or not, on Stefan Diggs. I grab it at eighty-four and a half. You know, Bill Belichick. Well, we know he loves a McRib. We've seen evidence of that here recently and some of the photos that were circulating on social media. And he also loves containing and neutralizing a top option, you know, on offense. Uh, to the opposition. Diggs is clearly that guy. I mean, he's seeing over 30% of the team targets here. He's gone over 100 yards in five of his last six games. Uh, you can go, I can go on and on and on with the advanced analytics. It, they're just off the charts. But only Jalen Waddle went for 80-plus yards through the air against his team. He's going to have a game plan to try to contain him. Uh, could be more of a Gabe Davis game. Or maybe the tight ends, Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid, if he's back on the field. Maybe James Cook as a receiver. Not so much to Diggs. I'm feeling like five, six catches, 60 to 70 yards. Now we're close to the 85-D to hit the over.
2: Can we just fingers crossed here for Dalton Kincaid coming up this weekend? I need me some Dalton yeah. Kincaid and some fantasy leagues. Brad, let's close with this. <laughs> about 15 seconds here. Any other bet that you have, we haven't talked about yet in this interview that you love coming up for Sunday, please, in about 15 seconds?
0: Nelson Aguilar, I'll take the over on yards. It's only at 22 and a half. He has done this in four of five games. He's gone 39 minimum in those four or five in which he's gone over. I know it's a light target share, but the dot data, the yards per target, way up there, their top uh, 20 in the National Football League. And slot receivers against uh, Detroit have feasted this year. See Chris Godwin, Adam Thielen, even Jaden Reed of the Packers each the over on this. I believe Aguilar will continue that
2: trend. And Aguilar went over his receiving yards prop in London last Sunday on the first drive of the game. He's their number two receiver, not Beckham or Bateman. Andrews is yep. obviously their best pass catcher, but he's the number two receiver. Brad, we appreciate it. Brad's on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Check it out here on Stadium, his sports betting television show, noon Eastern on weekdays. My friend, best of luck with the bet. Stay well. We'll talk to you next Friday. Master Keelan, I-L-L. I'm out, boys. <laughs> Love it. Good, Great job by our guy Brad Evans here on the show. Coming up next, do you hear the glass? It means your bookie's ass. PJ Glasser joins Nick and Ken right after this.
1: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL network.